Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011 at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we will be talking about the films Epic, The Justice League, Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Sec, Wiener Dog Nationals, Open Season, and Matilda. So right now we are talking about Epic, and it is going to be released on DVD very soon. Um, and I have with us Brianna. So Brianna, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, darling. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about the film Epic, because I feel like such a terrible person. I have not seen this movie, and it's like on my bucket list to see this movie because it looks epic. So tell us about it. (laughs) Well, of course you're a terrible person, because this film (sighs) is awesome. So, you know, I'm just going to say that now. (laughs) Well, Mary Catherine, voice of MK, well, not voice of MK, but people like to call her MK, and it's the voice of Amanda Seyfried, and she... um, she goes to her father's place and because her mom died. And so she's kind of living there. And she doesn't really... I mean, it's not like she doesn't like her father. It's just that she's lived with her mother so long. And since her mother's died, she's kind of still sad and all crying-ish. And so she has to live with her father. That's kind of crazy. And so she actually... I mean, accidentally, finds herself in a world where tiny little leaf people exist, and she is turned into one of them by the queen, and she tries to help their home, the forest, become whole again because it's kind of, like, dying. And along the way, she meets some very interesting people, like... I can't think of any right now, but... (laughs) (laughs) Just interesting leaf people. Yeah, interesting leaf people. So, yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, it sounds like a very unique and fun plot. So what are your initial thoughts on this film? Like when you think of Epic, what comes to mind? Well, yesterday, if you told me um, to think of Epic, I would have come up blank (laughs) because I can't really remember. But I did some not not research, but I refreshed myself. And thinking about it now, I really, really liked it. I like the storyline. I like the plot. It was very clear to understand. The 3D animation was absolutely amazing and absolutely outstanding. And it was very clear. It was very crisp. Um, I really like the characters. Like, the individual characters are are, are great, I think, because everyone has their own little... Um, character trait. And um, one may be very, very snotty, and one may be caring and one may be mean and it's just I'd really like how they're individualized it's not like Mm -hmm. everyone's the same I mean it may seem like that because they're all like little leaf people yeah but they're not (laughs) look at the inside people yes (laughs) it's nice that there's some variation with personality types because that's definitely important when you do have a movie that's sort of based around not necessarily like a clique of people but like Mm -hmm. several different individuals making sure that they're not all the same you know because it's the flavors that make the whole <laughs> movie meal complete, yeah. you know? I mean, no one likes to listen there. to a monotone voice, so why would you... Like, yeah. Do you get my flow? We're getting super deep into this. We need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, 
Speaking of voices and monotone, tell me how the uh, voice actors did in this film. I know it had some pretty big name actors like Amanda Seyfried. I love her so much. So tell me how everyone did. Well, other peoples in this film is Colin Farrell. I think I spelled, I think I pronounced his name right. Yeah. Um, Josh Farrell. Hutcherson, which is awesome. We have the we same birthday. It's an issue. We have the same birthday. I just had to say that. Okay. And Beyonce, which you all know. So she's the queen. So just saying. That's my girl right there. <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> so those are a few of the voice actors. And I think they did a pretty good job. Like, a, like I knew that Josh Hutcherson was in this film before. And then I totally forgot watching the film because I had no idea it was his voice. Maybe I wasn't paying attention or maybe I was just off in leaf man land. But <laughs> <laughs> I did not know it was him. But I thought that the voices were very, uh, it really suited the character's looks and the character's character trait yeah and it really suited who everyone was and it was very cool how people could change their voices and yeah i thought it was i thought it was really outstanding like before it was really even like the full trailer i freaked out because okay, I, love, I love the song that they play in the trailer which is one of the starmen's by snow patrol and i love snow patrol so immediately i was like this is going to be an awesome movie because they have good music playing in their trailer <laughs> But in the trailer, it seems like a very intense, epic, you know, adventure. And I've heard from a lot of people that it's more of a comedy. So what do you think? Well, okay, if you see a lot of trailers and then you go see the films, you notice that it will not... I'm such a trailer junkie. It's a problem. Right? Like, you won't... Like, it won't... Because I saw this... I saw the trailer for um, another film, and then I saw it, and it did not make sense. Mm -hmm. So it's so right to say that this... Like, the trailer for this film was, like, action-packed and epic, as you must say. Yeah. But um, it had its epic parts. It had its awesome, like, stuff. <laughs> and But it also had comedy. Like, yeah. I can understand why they said it was more of a comedy. But mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it was more than a, more of a comedy. I think it was comedy-slash-adventure. Like, a good it, mix, then? Yeah. Like, awesome. it, it wasn't overwhelming, with either of them because I really don't like when it was just all if it was all comedy or all action because I I, I don't have that big enough attention span for that <laughs> Absolutely, so yeah. I thought it was divided perfectly well that's good you're listening to kids first coming attractions on the voice America kids network I'm your co-host Raven Devaney and I'm your co-host Brianna Hope Eton. And today we are talking about the films Epic, The Justice League, Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Sec, The Wiener Dog Nationals, Open Season, and Matilda. So right now we are talking with the fantastic Brianna about <laughs> Epic, and it is going to be released on DVD and Blu-ray in stores on August 20th, so be sure to check this out this Epic movie. I keep yes. saying Epic to talk about this movie. <laughs> like, I'm trying it's to be epic. funny, I don't know if it's working. <laughs> So tell me, uh, before we did the segment ID, I, we were talking a little bit about um, sort of the genre of this film, and Brianna yeah. was talking a little bit about how it's a good mix of comedy, but also there's action and adventure, and it is like an intense, epic film, I have yeah. to say. And um, <laughs> tell me, though, a little bit about the soundtrack, because that was what caught my eye or my ear when we were watching the trailers. So tell me about that. Um. For me, the soundtrack was really good. It's just that when I when I watch films and when I kind of sometimes you you all have those moments where it's like you look you are watching a film but you suddenly realize that background music is playing. Yeah. So it's like, like oh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to this now. So yeah. I kind of had those moments in this film, and I thought that when I looked at what was playing and when I heard what was playing um yeah. it's like they they voice acted to the music yeah like, it seemed like the music was already playing and they just did their voice acting by the music it wasn't like they voice acted and then the music was then the mm -hmm. music was put in I thought it was I thought it was that good 
That's awesome. I think it's definitely important that the soundtrack goes along with the film, obviously, because, you know, the soundtrack is supposed to fit the film. But I think it's even more important when it's an animated film, because I feel like with the the sound is like really important, if you get what I'm saying, when it comes to the animation, because otherwise, like, it doesn't seem as real, you know, because it's not real. But um, (laughs) I think that's good that the soundtrack in this film is good. So tell me if you have a favorite scene or character. Well, I have both. Do you want me to say both? Yes. Yes, dear. Okay. I will say both. Well, my favorite character is MK, Mary Catherine, if you must know, because she is she is very much like me. Like, if my mother died, which don't want that to happen, but if my mother died, um, I would be bawling my eyes out. I don't know how she was supposed to keep a straight face, but I'd be bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Um, like, wouldn't you? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Right? So I would be bawling my eyes out. And if my father was that crazy, I would I would act the same way as she would. Like, in some instances, I'm just like, why'd you do that? I would never do that. Why? Um, but I think we relate most as when, if she wasn't near Leaf people. Yeah. Because when she was near Leaf people, she acted nothing like me. Mm-hmm. But if she wasn't near Leaf people, I we would act pretty much the same. And my favorite scene is when MK is talking to her dad about how, like, he's not normal and he needs to stop fantasizing about these little people that just walk around the forest. And because if you hear that, if you be like, oh, yeah, there's these like little people. Crazy. Yeah, like, you're crazy. It's not, it's not real. Get over it. And it was just this intense moment of her just talking to her dad like, you don't get it. I, I. It's not just you in this house anymore. It's me. And and you have to respect that because you can't just go out and search for leaf people that aren't even there. You have to respect me. And then at the end of the scene, he was like, okay, hold that thought. I just have to go look for these people. Oh, and I thought like really that broke sad. my heart because right after she said that whole speech, he just like, just wait a moment. Yeah. So. Just completely discounting her feelings. That's really sad. That was All right. Happy. Really quickly before it's time to go to break, this film is rated PG thir- or PG, not PG thirteen. This film is rated PG. Um, so what do you think of the age rating? I thought think? it was very appropriate. Like I, it was, there's action of course, but it's not like I, I mean it's a little bit it's a little violent. So I would do it like five to sixteen, uh, six to sixteen in that little age range. But overall, it was a really great film, and of course that's why I give it four out of five stars. So. Awesome. Awesome possum. Well, (laughs) thank you, Brianna, for telling us all about Epic. I appreciate it. It was an epic conversation we had about this epic film. I need to stop using that word. (laughs) So, guys, be sure to go check out Epic, and it is in stores and DVD and Blu-ray on August 20th, so be sure to check that out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hosey-Tom. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devani. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are reviewing the films, the new DVD release, Epic, Justice League, Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Sec, Wiener Dog Nationals, and Matilda. So right now we are speaking with Kiefer about Justice League. And thank you for joining us, Kiefer. So how are you today? I'm great. How about you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. So I have not seen Justice League. Can you please tell me just a little bit about this film? Of course. Well, Barry Allen, a.k.a. Flash, played by Justin Champers, wakes up. His life is totally changed. Not only has he lost his super speed, but his murdered mother is alive, a war is going on, and many other changes of his life has happened. Barry Allen, not knowing what's going on, has to figure has to figure out the mystery while still having to save the world. Wow. Yeah. When you said his murdered mother was alive, yeah, kind of freaked me out. It's scary. <laughs> it's it's scary. Yeah. That sounds really complex. Speaking about complex, do you think that the plot was easy to follow or would, do you think there was just too many things? In my opinion, the plot was easy to follow, follow but I, being a comic book reader, thought it was, um, reading, I read the comics, it was easy for me to follow, but for someone who hasn't read the comics or has no idea about Justice League, they'll follow it fine. Some characters, they have to ask their friend, who's this character? Okay, that's who he is. All right, so pretty much the story was easy to follow. Uh, so there so there wasn't any actions that you need to, uh, I guess, dictionarize. You just needed to know the characters. Yeah, some of them, because you, well, you know Batman, you know Flash. You'll see, mm-hmm. you'll see, like, characters that you don't know about, and you'll be like, who are these? But good thing they're... You don't see them too often. They just like make a cameo and then they're gone. So, oh, well, that's cool to know because I yes. want to tell everyone. So, <laughs> can you tell me about the cast or voice actors? Well, Justin Champers plays the Flash, who does a tremendous job playing the playing this very well-known character, and Kevin McKidd, who plays Batman, another variation. He does a very great job with this character and also we got like some celebrities like Ron Perman who plays Deathstroke or um, Thomas Howell who plays Professor Zoom I mean you and what's good about celebrity what's some distraction about celebrity voice actors is you see the celebrity instead of the character like oh my gosh like I hate that Joss Hutcherson if you're, since you're a Josh <laughs> Hutchison fan and you're in the movie Epic, you hear him and it's like you either see Josh Hutchison or you see the character. And in this case, I didn't see Ron Perlman. I saw Deathstroke and I didn't see Thomas Howell. I just saw Professor Zoom. So pretty much, I thought the, the celebrity voice acting was great. See, that means they're doing a really good job because if, yes. I mean, because I really hate when people watch films and all they think about is the 
is like the uh, the actor behind them because I was I totally forgot he was Josh Hutcherson in Epic. So, but it's when you know and then that's all you focus on. It's kind of like you're you're missing out on the movie. So it was it's good the, that they kind of distraction. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we got that over, <laughs> yeah, a little rant. So yeah. <laughs> do you have a favorite scene in this film? And if you do, can you please tell me? Yes, I do. My favorite scene has to be where we see Batman's sort of story arc. Mm-hmm. And what makes this very outstanding is you see the sort of dark and kind of twisted reality this movie is in. Mm-hmm. Because while you may know, you may be familiar with the regular story, Bruce Wayne, his parents die and everything. There's this very fascinating thing in the story that well, everyone would be like, oh, wow, surprise. So, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the animation, the colors, the shadows, it looks elusive. That's, that's actually amazing. That yes. is a very good word. It's a thank nice you. word. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I'm glad you like my word. So, do you have a favorite character? Yes. My favorite character, my favorite character is Batman. I mean, <laughs> it, it Batman is a, such a familiar character, and this char- And when you watch the movie, you're thinking, oh, it's just gonna be regular Batman. He just uses grappling hook. He fights crime, and that's pretty much it. But no, this you see a different side of this character that you never would think you see. To. You're not used to. And I'm not going to give it away why it's like that, but it makes the character more fascinating and more interesting when you see a different side of a character that you're not familiar with. And that's what yeah. I like about this uh, movie. And that's what you see throughout. You see, like, all your favorite superheroes change in this sort of reality. Like, they turn heroes turn to villains, villains turn to heroes. They have different costumes. I mean, you see a sort of new reality, which makes this more interesting. But Batman stood out from the rest. Well, that sounds very interesting to see a new side. Yeah. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we're reviewing the films, the new DVD release, Epic, Justice League, Extraordinary Adventures of Attic Sec, Wiener Dog Nationals, and Matilda. So right now, let's continue speaking with Kiefer about Justice League. And we were just speaking about his favorite character, which is Batman. And basically, the reason, well, not the reason it is his favorite character. We were just speaking about how you get to see a whole nother side of Batman. And I thought it was so cool because when you see movie, well, not movie, yeah, movies. When you see movies with characters and then you see another version of that character it makes you it makes you seem like you know them better because you know all of their sides so that's what really interested me sorry <laughs> okay no it, it was beautiful I, it was it was it was deep man it was, it was deep, deep beautiful deep. <laughs> <laughs> so how many stars do you give this film out of five i give this film four out of five stars and why is that well the animation is very one is very good and the designs and the characters are tremendously well done i'm just have a little bit of a sort of nitpick uh this film has graphic animated blood mm. which which i wouldn't be too much my i wouldn't mind too much if they warned us on the dvd cover it says Sci-fi violence and action throughout. It says nothing about animated graphic blood or, at times, some bad language. So, while it's perfectly fine with me, I think they should warn us next time yeah. they do that in the film. Yeah, so you're fine with it. It's just better if you were warned. Yeah, because when you look in the cover, it looks like brightly co- bright colors. <laughs> bright colors. Like bright colors, flashing. It's going to be, oh, Superman. And then when you see, <laughs> hear him say some bad language and you see some anime blood, which looks wonderful, especially when it's blending in with the shadows and the, the brightly colored costumes. They look great. But again, it's some kids are being looking like, oh, Flash is watching. And then you see Batman 
have blood in the suit, it gets the, the, the kids go like, No, it's the case. It's scary. So, <laughs> so it's fine by me. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. All you parents out there, just watch out for that. Yeah. So, what is your age range for this film? Because this film is PG 13. So, and that's why I gave it 13 and up. Because this movie is not meant for children. It's not meant for children. It's meant for more of the older, probably teens and uh, older pe- and adults because adults mm-hmm. love comic books. And it's not meant for kids. It, again, does have the animated graphic blood, mm-hmm. the language. So, well, the cover does look like it's going to be... Sunshines and rainbows, totally. Sunshines and rainbows. It's gonna. <laughs> it, it, it's dark. This movie. That's what this movie generally is. It's dark, not too many bright colors, except for some costumes. But that's what makes this film very good because the dark colors makes this even more of a yeah. fascinating movie. So that's pretty much what I think of it. Yeah, it's like seeing. It's like seeing a dark thing on a cover and then it end up being like Hello Kitty. Like, no one wants that. <laughs> no one does really want that. <laughs> Do you really <laughs> want that? <laughs> so, really quick, how's the soundtrack and music? The soundtrack, judging by a comic movie, is very good. And i sorry for using a word so primitive, but it's pretty much nothing from like, it's in this Batman, it's nothing from Danny Elfman. I don't, I don't see anything from that. It's just pretty much comic book themed music. Mm-hmm. They're about the about to fight. They get the upbeat music, but most of the time it's actually sort of silent. You get quite a bit of silent moments, especially oh. and even in the action scene, there's some silent moments and there's some character development. I I think the best, the highlight of the music is when you see Superman actually embrace the sun for the first time. And you see a sort of like big enlightenment, like you're out of the darkness, you're out of the shadows, you see the sun, and you get this sort of very refreshment of, mm, yes. and then you go back to gloominess and darkness because then the Aww. big action scene comes in. So what that <laughs> the big highlight of the film was for the music was that big refreshment of sunlight. Literally. Yes, of sunlight on your face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, Kiefer, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Justice League. Thank you for letting me. (laughs) It is now available on DVD, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember my name. 
Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now let's discuss the film The Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Sec by Luc Besson. And we have with us Valdi, who is actually a native French speaker, so this film is right up her alley. So Valdi, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing very well. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this film? Well, basically this movie is about a popular novelist. And she just goes on a lot of adventures. And in one of her adventures, there is this one man that she does not very like or get along with very well. Mm-hmm. And so he basically is, throughout the whole movie, he's trying to get back at her for one of the things that um, she did. But she didn't do anything bad. He just doesn't really like her. Mm, I see. So, was this film a live action or an animation? Um, it was a live action film. Awesome. So, what did you think of the actors and talent in this film? I loved all the actors. I think they really fit in with their role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think they were really great with their roles and everything. Awesome. So, do you think you have a favorite character or a specific character that you could relate to in this film? Well, my favorite character would probably have to be Adele mm-hmm. because she just she's so she's so confident and she has that thing in her that's like she's not scared of anything. Mhm. I love characters like that. It's like when they're main characters and they're just like there's something about them that's like inspiring even if it's not necessarily like even if you would sometimes get afraid, you can definitely look to them for inspiration, even though they're a fictional character. Like, that's definitely something to look for in a movie, you know, and look for in main characters. So I think that's awesome that you liked that character. Um, so tell me a little bit about the overall production of this film. It is by the very well-known French director, Luc Besson. So um, tell me what you thought about the overall production. Well, I think Luc Besson did really good on this movie. This is an amazing movie, and I've seen a lot of, like, French movies, and they're not as good as this one. I, mm-hmm. I think this is by far my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And so, just out of curiosity, because since you've seen a lot of French films, and you speak French, which I'm so jealous of you, that's so cool, Um, what is, like, the biggest difference between French films and then American films, and the, you know, typical films that we see in the movie theaters here? Well, like, I think that, like, American films are more of a modern type. Like, Mm -hmm. there's lots of, like, technology and, like, special things that are happening. And, like, in French movies, it's more of a, like, 20th century type of movies. And, like... Yeah. Yeah. Like a more classic experience. Yeah. That's kind of cool, actually, because, like, yeah, with all of the movies that we make nowadays, like, they're super high-tech, and, like, even if they are about, like, the 20s or, like, the 40s or anything like that, they're still, like, super high-tech, and there's, like, we don't make movies anymore that don't have explosions in them. Like, I'm serious. Like, it'll be a romantic comedy, and they'll find a way to throw in some special effects or explosions, you know? So I think it's kind of cool that it's kept a bit simple in other places, which is pretty awesome. So, how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five? Um, I would probably give this movie a five. Mm-hmm. And why is that? 
Well, because it was amazing and the music was amazing and like all the characters had that one little special trait about them that made mm-hmm. you like really like that one character. Absolutely. So what age rating would you give this film on a like what well, do you think this is a good family film, good for teens, good for younger kids? You know, what would you say? I would say probably for ages like 11 or 12 and up mm-hmm. because it's a, it's there's there's some parts that are just like not really good for like the young younger like age rate, age range. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So, do you think there are any big morals or messages that this film puts out to audiences? Yeah, I think probably the moral would be that you should do whatever, like, not whatever, but, like, you should do as much as you can to help your family and friends. Because it's also about Adele trying to find a cure for her sister. Uh Uh-huh. And, um... Yeah, so, like, I think that moral will probably fit with the movie. Awesome. Well, Valdi, thank you so much for telling us all about the extraordinary adventures of Adele Sex. So, guys, be sure to check that out. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today we are talking about the films Epic, The Justice League, Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Sec, The Wiener Dog Nationals, and Matilda. So we are going to continue this segment with Valdi again, and also Stacy. So how are you doing, Stacy? I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. Um, so we are going to be talking about The Wiener Dog Nationals, which is an independent film which was very recently released to DVD. Um, so Stacy, why don't you tell us about this film? Well, um, Wiener Dog Nationals is about a little boy called um, Danny. And, well, it's his birthday. And the one thing he wants is a wiener dog. Mm-hmm. And at first, um, his dad was not too happy about that idea because, um, you know, taking care of a dog is a lot of responsibility. Yeah, for sure. I have so many pets, so I get that for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, basically, um, well, yeah, I said it's his birthday, and he wants that special wiener dog, and then he wants to enter him in a race. hmm And at the end of the film, it's really, um, it's really happy because, um, the dad meets a girl, a woman that's in the dog contest and she's like a helper in the dog contest Mm -hmm. and um well they usually they just they're like so happy together and they just love to stay around each other but it's actually against the law in the race oh yeah to like fraternize with the enemy i get that oh that's sad there's a lot of conflicts in the story, but I, or either there's, it's a really good story. Yeah. It's really, yeah, it's amazing. If you think about it, though, honestly, if there weren't conflicts in movies, then we wouldn't have movies. Like, I watch a lot of movies. Obviously, everybody here at Kids First and the Kids First family watches tons of movies. But when you watch a movie, you're like, honestly, you could have just done like this or you could have just like not lied. But then it's like, oh, wait, then they would have nothing to make a movie about so it's a little bit annoying that there's always like conflicts and sometimes it's like such avoidable conflicts in films but it's super necessary to make a movie out of you know um so Valdi why don't you tell us what you thought of this film I thought this film was amazing just because of like he had like a very he really loved the dog and like the dog had a little like birthmark and that and she was a really fast dog. And so I just thought it was amazing because of how much he loved the dog and how much he had he had help from other people like support. And mm-hmm. I think that is what like made him confident enough even though he's like a little kid and like there was this one woman that was like, you can't win. My dog always wins. And he was just like, he was so confident about it. He was like, my dog can win. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I love that in a lot of films. Also, a lot of animal films, I noticed. Like, there's such big, like, patterns. Like, there's recipes for films and, like, formulas where in a lot of animal movies, it's like, oh, the animal or the dog in this case is, like, an outcast or, like, nobody thinks they'll win. And then, like, the human believes in them and they win. And, like, it's so, like, typical and so cliche, but it works every time. So I'm really glad you liked this film. Uh, so, Valdi, why don't you tell me what age group you would recommend this film for? Um, I would re- This film is mostly a family film. Like, mm-hmm. I think anyone can watch it just because of the whole storyline and how it's about a dog and, like, a friendship. Absolutely. So, like, well, that's awesome it that it has, like, a good family feel to it. That's cool. Uh, so, Stacy, really quickly before we're out of time, how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five? I would give this five stars because it's really a fantastic movie, you know, as she said, for a family. And anyone can just enjoy it, and it's really fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Valdi and Stacy, thank you so much for taking time to tell us all about the film, The Wiener Dog National. So, guys, be sure to go check out this independent film, which has just been released to DVD. So, again, thank you guys for being with us today. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. listening to Voice America Kids, and today we are reviewing the films, the new DVD release, Epic, Justice League, Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Sec, When Your Dog, Nationals, and Matilda. So right now we are speaking with Molly about the film Matilda. So how are you today, Molly? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing very well, Molly. So I don't think I've ever interviewed you, so I'm very glad that I have the chance now to interview you. Well, I'm very glad that you're interviewing me. (laughs) 
Thank you. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about Matilda? Okay, so Matilda Wormwood is this little girl that wasn't really wanted when she was born. She has her two parents and then her big brother. And she's struggling, to, and she just loves to learn. But the rest of her family just wants to watch TV. And they gamble, and the dad runs this rip-off car business. And when she asks her dad if she can go to school and if she can get a book, he replies, read, what do you want to read for when you've got a perfectly good TV set right here? Yeah. So they don't even know how old she is, so they pay no attention to her. And when she finally asks to go to school, they send her to the worst school possible. And the evil principal, Miss Trunchbull, played by Pam Ferris, and she's so evil and she just wants Matilda gone. So a fun story and then later on in the film Matilda learns that she has like special powers and she can use a special part of her brain to move things so it's a really really fun story I absolutely love this movie I saw this movie I think um, when it not when it first came out but I was like six so <laughs> I know like did some pieces of this film like when she was like moving like when she tried to move things with her brain and like the music in the background was all like yeah party yeah I remember yeah. that scene. Oh, that, was a fun scene. <laughs> that was that was the only scene I remember. But it was a really good film. Yes. So there's a lot of people in this cast, like Maria Wilson, Dan DeVito, um, the principal that you were talking about. So how do you think their acting was? I thought their acting was spectacular. I especially loved the parents, Danny DeVito, Rhea Perlman. They were just spectacular. They were so hilarious in how they treated Matilda. And it was just really, really fun to watch them. Everybody. <laughs> when I when I watched this and that scene, when you said very funny, um, the scene where actually no, I just forgot. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking about scenes, what is your favorite scene? Well, my favorite scene in the film is when Miss Trunchbull pays a visit to Matilda's class. And her teacher is Miss Honey. And um, so their class, so the, Miss Honey sneaks in all these colorful decorations to make their class more happy because it's a terrible school. Mm-hmm. And every time Miss Trunchbull, she visits once a day. And the whole class has this big plan on how to make the classroom all drab and pressing like Miss Trunchbull wants it. So once a day, all the students work together to transform the classroom into a world of beige and depression. It's a really cool scene. I love that scene. And you pretty much described the scene, but why do you like that scene so much? Well, I love that scene because it's like everyone's in a hurry and everyone just wants to, like, um, it's kind of like you figure out how terrible Miss Trunchbull is, that she just wants her class so drab and boring, like all the classes in her school. Mm-hmm. And then it shows how much Miss Honey actually cares. Like, she tries to sneak in decorations because she knows that she'll be fired if she's caught. So she really shows <laughs> how much she cares about her students. <laughs> it's like, I know I'm going to be fired, but <laughs> you guys yeah. really like the direction, so I'm just going to put it in. <laughs> <laughs> so what genre do you think this film is? Is it, like, comedy or is it action? Um, It's definitely comedy. Well, it's funny, but it can be a little scary at parts. But mm-hmm. in one scene, it's kind of gross because this one, Miss Trunchbull, the principal, forces this boy to, like, eat all this chocolate cake and he's a really heavy sub boy and he's just like shoving his face with it and it's kind of disgusting because like they go inside his mouth so you can like che- see him chew kind of and Ew. that's just disgusting <laughs> so it's kind of like and me and my sister consider that this kind of scary whenever we watch it just because it's weird so yeah. it's like it can be scary but it can also be really really comedic or like when Miss Trunchbull locks the kids when they're bad into this closet with nails sticking out then that's also scary <laughs> so Aww. yeah it's scary well, that's kind of that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, she's a really weird. And one time, in one scene, she threw a girl out the window by her ponytails. Well, that's officially now scary. <laughs> You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. 
and you are listening to Voice America Kids, and today we are reviewing the films, the new DVD release, Epic, Justice League, Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Sec, Wiener Dog Nationals, and Matilda. So right now, let's continue speaking with Molly, and we were just talking about Matilda, and we were talking about the genre, and it's scary and comedic and kind of gross. <laughs> Oh, when you said that they, like, zoomed in for the whole, like, mouth-chewing thing, doesn't it always seem as though when they're focusing on the mouth, like, they're focusing on the mouth of, of an actor, they never do a wide shot? They always do it in front of your mouth, so if I yeah. know it's going to be about a mouth, I don't watch it because of that no. specific reason. <laughs> yeah, so, gross. what is the age range you give this film? I have to say that I know this age range, maybe like, well, I guess it could be six, but I'd probably recommend it to ages like eight to 14-ish, just because of some of like the intense scenes and it can get pretty intense. But mm-hmm. yeah, those are probably my age ranges. See, people, again, parents out there, <laughs> age range. So what did you like most about this film? Because I really liked the, I like how she could like control control stuff with her mind so what did you like about this film well that what did was you like probably most? my favorite part too how she could like control things and she, she could like manipulate people mm-hmm. like when she was in miss trunchbull's house sneaking around trying to find something with teacher and like how much people came in and doing the like try to like and they were running around her house and it was really cool because matilda could like use her powers to like move things in the house to like freak out miss trunchbull it was hilarious <laughs> it's like we're not in your house we're just moving things in your house to to yep. freak you out so yeah. since there's you can't really move things with your mind I wish you could because I yeah. would be the first one to do it um since you obviously can't do that how do you think the special effects were um I thought the special effects were like amazing like most movies like you'll see a special effect you're like uh that looks kind of fake like it's a love like someone jumping off a building or something that doesn't look real but these effects were so awesome like the things floating and moving and sliding and it was just like really cool the special effects and they were so amazing like there's only one special effect that i don't think that looked that real when miss trunchbull like threw the kid out of the window by her ponytails i was pretty sure that special effect but for the most part the special effects were really really good well a movie can't be perfect if a movie was perfect then then stuff would happen (laughs) (laughs) do you like the overall production um yes i love the overall production um i thought it was it was just it was a good film and it got like some good and a real sweet ending so everyone will have to watch to see <laughs> what the ending is this is really sweet um so yeah the overall production was wonderful the costumes were the scenery it was just good <laughs> it was just it was just good it was it was awesome <laughs> good so how many stars do you give this film out of five I give this film four out of five stars um because i feel like some parts were a little fake and some parts were a little too intense or overboard and i don't really think they had to go like that like with the cake chewing scene i thought that was a little bit overboard in a way mm-hmm. um and then so yeah for the most part i really liked the film so four out of five stars <laughs> i liked it too so you know we're all in the same vicinity in the liking <laughs> Yes. Were you able to find any messages or morals? Because honestly, I think this is my favorite part about a movie. I mean, besides the plot, but the message to me, I think, stands out the most to me. So, did you find any messages or morals? Well, I kind of felt like the message and the moral was like when probably since Matilda, like, she thought that she could rely on her parents, but sometimes it's like, and then she thought that she could, could rely on people, but the message is really. Just rely on yourself. Don't always count on people because they won't always come through and they won't always be that great to you. So, so I thought true. that was a good message. Yeah, because a lot of my friends, they're just like, yeah, she'll do it for me. I know she will. And it's like, yeah. well, you don't actually know that. You're not in her mind. You don't know what she's going to do. So that's why 
Um, most of the things I do, I just want to do it myself. I'm not, it's not like I'm saying that I'm independent. Well, I am, well, I, kind of. I'm independent, kind of. Um, I'm not saying that I don't need any help. It's just that I'm very, like, I don't want to trust people too much because it's, like, like you said, you don't know who you can trust. So it depends yeah. on yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you could portray any character of your choice, who would it be and why? Um... Well, if I could like, be a character, huh, I wouldn't really like to be Matilda Shoes because she has to go through really rough times at the beginning and I couldn't handle that. So I would like to be Miss Honey. Like, sure, she has to go through some rough times, but she has, like, a really good life afterwards. Like, um, so it's Matilda. But at the same time, I like Miss Honey just because she's so genuinely sweet that I want to be like her she was so um she was so so funny and then if i wanted to be like a mean character i'd probably want to be the mom because the mom's like really funny and she's weird and <laughs> she's just hilarious yeah, she's just she's just weird and, and money yeah. <laughs> and, and funny not money <laughs> well she's all about the money too so. all about the money well that's all the time we have for today molly it was such a pleasure to finally talk to you. I almost called you Matilda. <laughs> it was such a pleasure talking to you about Matilda. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Matilda is playing all month long on HGNet Movies Kids Scene, so please tune in and check it out. But thanks so much for joining us today. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic. Go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. invent kid talk we perfected it and at a very young age you're listening to voice america kids bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more we'll tackle the classics the bestsellers and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and... And listen to all our show archives on demand, all from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. 
Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, Discover our new world. Visit voiceamerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. Voiceamerica.tv. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 